It's the NPR Politics Podcast here with a quick take on some big political news today. Republican presidential candidate Ted Cruz announced businesswoman and one-time rival Carly Fiorina will be his running mate if, and this is a big if, he wins his party's nomination. I have come to the conclusion that if I am nominated to be president of the United States, that I will run on a ticket with my vice presidential nominee, Carly Fiorina. He's the first candidate to announce a running mate, so let's spend a few minutes on this. I'm Scott Detrow, campaign reporter. And I'm Domenico Montanaro, political editor. Domenico, is this normal? (laughs) This is pretty darn atypical. Uh, You know, we haven't seen anyone go into the convention uh, who wasn't the nominee, who picked their vice presidential pick since 1976. Right, because this is typically something that you do after, you know, you clinch your party's nomination. And Ted Cruz is on stage making this announcement a day after... Day after Donald Trump swept five states in the Northeast and became more apparent that he has a path to the nomination. He's now the only candidate, by the way, Donald Trump is, who could win a majority of delegates before that first ballot in Cleveland at the National Convention. That's important because Ted Cruz last night was mathematically eliminated, and then he comes out with this stunt today. So what do you think the strategy is here? Well, the point of it, honestly, is to get some attention. Uh, And, you know, apparently that worked at the very least. Cable news coverage was all over it. You know, Ted Cruz spoke for half an hour before we even saw Carly Furina, even though he mentioned her early on. He was surrounded by women and girls, and then eventually Carly Furina came out. So you get half an hour to yourself to make your message. And then you get Carly Fiorina able to come in to verify you, to talk about how great a candidate you are. And you wind up with an hour of TV. And when Fiorina finally did appear on the stage after Domenico, you're right, a half hour of Ted Cruz speaking by himself. It was interesting. She kind of jumped back to what she was doing when she was running herself, attacking Hillary Clinton pretty aggressively. But she kind of kept tying Hillary Clinton to Donald Trump, didn't she? She did. And, you know, Ted Cruz, when he came out, first started talking about that as well. We'll have two big government New York liberals, is what he said, uh, to describe who the two potential nominees would be. And Carly Fiorina, again, now she was had served a very effective attack dog role. Remember, she was one of the only candidates who was actually able to really kind of get under Donald Trump's skin and seem to take him down a couple of notches. And now, uh, you know, she has been uh, campaigning with Ted Cruz for more than a month or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, now Ted Cruz feels like he needs her on board to be able to make those attacks stick. In addition to now seeing Hillary Clinton become the likely nominee for the Democratic Party, barring something extraordinary, she is going to be the nominee for the Democratic Party. So Carly Fiorina, who made it her role as the only woman in the race on the Republican side to go after Hillary Clinton, is probably going to be able to channel some of that and try to do that over the next few weeks as well. Right. And just a quick recap on Carly Fiorina, because she dropped out of the race so long ago, it seems like. (laughs) She uh, she had a business background. She was the head of Hewlett-Packard. She had a a kind of a controversial tenure there, laid off a lot of people as she tried to restructure the company. Uh, Her only other political moment was running for Senate in California in 2010, where she lost pretty big to to Barbara Boxer. But Ted Cruz and Carly Fiorina come out and make this announcement in Indiana. How important is the state of Indiana to Ted Cruz in terms of whether or not he can even survive to the convention? Indiana is huge for Ted Cruz because it's got a whole lot of delegates and he's got to be able to try to keep Donald Trump below that magic number of 1,237 to stay 
below that number that he needs to win a majority of, of delegates. Now, remember, over the last couple of weeks, uh, Ted Cruz has been shut out. Zero delegates, while Donald Trump has racked up more than 200. So Indiana is a big deal. But the point you bring up about her running for the Senate in California, that's important, too, because of that big cache of delegates that California is. Right. Uh, 172 delegates, I believe. That's and right. they're, all, they're divided up by congressional districts. So you're going to have 54 different races in California on June 7th. Uh, Ted Cruz acknowledged that this was an unusual move, but said, hey, 2016 is not a usual election. Uh, Do you think now that uh, Ted Cruz has announced his ticket that we could see John Kasich announce his running mate or even Donald Trump announce his running mate? Well, the Kasich campaign said that they met this with a shrug. You know, they think most Republicans meet with a shrug. And I can I can picture John Kasich kind of shrugging and saying, what am I supposed to do? Name my running mate now? So, no. And in fact, it's been a quite the few days. Let's be, let's look at it this way. The last three days, you had a Cruz-Kasich deal that basically went up in smoke within hours where Cruz was going to get out of Kasich's way in New Mexico and Oregon, and Kasich was supposedly going to get out of Cruz's way in Indiana. Hours later, they asked John Kasich about whether or not he wanted his voters to vote for Ted Cruz, and he said, well, my voters ought to vote for whoever they want. They ought to vote for me if they want to vote for me. Well, that basically blew that up. Then you had John Kasich release a video that showed him receiving the Republican nomination with balloons falling and his family on stage. And then you come to today with another kind of fake moment where they've had a a vice presidential pick and all the pomp and circumstance as if it were a convention. Fake moments, deals, Uh, fantasy videos. Are these desperation moves by the Kasich and Cruz campaigns as Donald Trump marches toward clinching the nomination? Well, they're certainly trying to do whatever they can. And, you know, in 1976, when Ronald Reagan picked uh, Senator Richard Schweiker, who... That's a name I feel like I've heard mentioned a few times this campaign, (laughs) Ronald Reagan. Well, yeah, because in 76, it's the last time there was a contested convention. In other words, uh, Gerald Ford and Ronald Reagan, neither of them had enough delegates going into that convention. And in a move that was seen as kind of a Hail Mary. Ronald Reagan was trying to win over the Pennsylvania delegation, and he picked Senator Richard Schweiker, who was seen as kind of out of line with his politics. He He was a a liberal. He was a liberal Republican, which existed then. Um, And so he decided to pick him. He went that direction. And the lead of the Chicago Tribune actually said that Ronald Reagan's aides see this as a desperation move. So, you know, if history plays itself forward, it's certainly a lot of desperation here as the Cruz and Kasich campaigns are trying to do whatever they can to stop Donald Trump. In all the unusual things we've seen in 2016, where would you rank somebody rolling out his vice presidential pick the day after he was uh, mathematically eliminated from clinching the nomination on a first ballot? So compare that to Donald Trump being the only person on the Republican side who could be the nominee for the Republican Party on first ballot. I don't know. Take your pick between those things, because Donald Trump is certainly not the name anybody would have said a year and a half ago would have been the far and away frontrunner and the only person who could be the nominee for the Republican Party. All right. Another unique moment in a unique campaign. We'll talk more about this in our weekly roundup tomorrow, where Sam Sanders will officially announce Beyonce as his running mate. As always, you can find more political coverage at nprpolitics.org and on your local public radio station. I'm Scott Detrow, campaign reporter. And I'm Domenico Montanaro, political editor, and I'm not sure Beyonce accepted. We'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>